This is Andrew Wilkes, and this is Theology on Fire. So, I personally believe this is kind of like a dress rehearsal for Antichrist government. Being able to control people's lives, being able to shut down borders, control everything, because there's what people call a pandemic or an issue with health. So whatever it is, I don't know what may come of all this, wrecked economies, fearful people, but I can tell you this. If God's glory is to come out of this, then we cannot live our faith in secret and fear. This is strange and eerie. Be the light of the world. Be the light of the world. And I just want to ask you, you know, the fruit of the Spirit. Can, can anyone think of some fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, well, patience, right? And so this is not just like, oh, love, joy, patience, blah, 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 self-control. Oh. I'm a good Christian now. Memorize that one. That's it. That, I got to remember that one for Sunday school. But like, this is reality. What do you need right now? What do you, as a believer, need whenever you're being pelted by nonstop media, news, Facebook, even at your work, sending out emails about sickness and this? What do we need right now? What What is there right now? There's what? A four-letter word, right? Fear. Fear. Okay. So what do I need? Peace. Peace. The enemy in the world are giving me fear. That's what they're giving me. I need the antidote to that. And God's got it. And it's peace. So how do I get peace? It's a fruit of the Spirit. What is fruit grow on? Trees or plants? What's another type of uh, something? A bush? A vine. A vine too, right? Fruit grows on a vine and so the spiritual fruit where can I go to get this in my time of need Jesus hallelujah give that answer 90% of the the time you're right in church right Jesus but it's true and so in John chapter 15 we look at verse 4 and 5 and it says this it says and Jesus is talking to his disciples he says abide in me and I in you As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Jesus wants fruit in our lives. And we could say the fruit of holiness, um, obedience, uh, righteousness, faith, all these things. But if I link it directly to Galatians, it means I can get the fruit of the Spirit. I'm sad. Well, you can have joy in Christ that overcomes that situation. I'm fearful. Well, you can have peace. And it's not going to be by sucking yourself up or kind of being sarcastic, being like, ah, whatever, it's not a big deal, blah, 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 blah. Well, go tell Italy that because their lives are being affected by it. It may not seem like a big deal. And no, we're not saying panic or all this stuff, but we need to be sober-minded. But it's affecting lives. So if I'm going to get peace, I need to abide in Jesus. I need to be with him. I need to go to Jesus. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. Oh my goodness. I wish I knew. I wish I could ever. Look, two things I can never remember. I can't remember your name and I can't remember the words of the song I just sang. I can remember some random line from a movie that I watched whenever I was lost 20 years ago or 15 years ago. So can Andrew Perry. He'll come up. Oh, because we're the exact same age. You know, I can remember that, but I can't remember people that I fellowship with. I don't know why. But um, 
so many hymns, and if you can remember those words, it just says, I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. Basically, I gotta get to Jesus. I gotta tell him what's wrong, you know? There's no friend like Jesus. When I'm fearful, I must tell him. I got nobody faithful like him. I gotta get to him. You know, when we go on here, it says in verse eight of John 15, it says, by this my Father's glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. So God doesn't want you just to have peace for a moment. He wants you to have much peace. He said, it's my will you have much fruit. So he doesn't want us just to have peace. When we read that one article, he wants an abiding peace. Because as long as that fruit is abiding in the vine, it's taking life from it consistently. And so the characteristic of this leaf while it's on the tree is, I'm going to be green. There's nothing wrong with the vine of Jesus. The life of God, He is God. As long as I'm with Him, I'm going to have the Holy Spirit flowing in me. And I don't just mean being saved, not saved. This doesn't apply to you if you're not saved. But as I'm abiding in Him. But the moment I pull it off, there will come a time. It may take a day, may take two days, but it's going to begin to dry up. And it's going to begin to wither. And will no longer have the characteristics of life. Yeah, I just messed up your tree. Sorry about that. It had plenty more, so I figured this is going to be okay, right? It's funny. It says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Abiding is not this, oh, I've got to abide in Jesus. i got, oh, I got to, I got to get to the Word today. Because if I don't get to the Word, I'm going to be fearful. To, I mean, that's fear right there. That's frustration right there. It, there's love there. With Jesus, there's love there. I mean, it could just—it doesn't have to be. It could be a seekathon. It could be a, you know, just getting on my knees and diligently seeking God. Or I could just have a cup of coffee, rest in Christ, put on some worship music, and let my heart commune with His heart. Amen. Worship Him. Lift my hands and just tell Him I love you, and just pour out all my issues to Him. He knows them anyway. But there's love there when we get to His presence. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Why are you telling me this, Jesus? These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. See, this is not some task I'm giving you to be a good Christian. Jesus was not given a checklist. He said, my will for your life is that you're joyful. So the more we stay away from him, the less joy we have, right? The more you get in the gym, the more ripped you get. The more you are with Jesus, the more fruit, the more joy, the more life you're going to have coming out of you. 2 Timothy 1.17. Excuse me, 1.7. says this. This is Paul speaking to Timothy. This is what he said. For God gave us a spirit, not a fear, but of power, love, and self-control. He gave us a spirit, not a feeling person, the Holy Spirit, who's there with us. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be our teacher. He'd be our guide. He's our comfort. We're told in Romans that he lives within the believer. The moment I came to Jesus, I repented and put my faith in him. The third person of the Trinity, God himself, came to live in me. It is like a city having an undrainable power source, a city being connected to the sun, a billion trillion suns, yet not 
plugging in. We, and I forget this so many times, the Holy Ghost is in me. If I would just let him help me when I'm afraid, he would help me. We're not just given, like, you know, that's the right spirit or that's the right attitude. He hasn't just given us an attitude, but an, a person that abides with us. And he does not give us fear. And the Bible says in 1 John, I think it's 5, 4, it says, God, in perfect love, casts out fear. And what is God? God is love. So God, the Holy Spirit, is love. Jesus said, abide in my love. If I would just be with him, commune with him, he will drive out fear. And guys, this, this applies now with this whole coronavirus scare, but it applies for so much more for the rest of our lives, but especially for right now, because you know what? People are gonna get sick in Baton Rouge. People are already sick who don't know they're sick. They've already said you're off next week for LSU, the following week, spring break, and guess what? You're not even coming back. It, people, more people are gonna get sick. There are gonna be things, and they may say, well, stores are gonna suffer, all this type of stuff. So when that happens and fear comes, where do you need to go? I guess I'm not doing a great job. You know, I'm happy to get the Bible sometimes. So where do we run? Who gives us peace? Jesus. Thank you. Look, I just, I, there, you know, whenever we're humans, it's not just sitting there with our arms folded and listening. I'm not picking on you if you're doing that, but there is power in remembering something whenever we repeat it back. So that's why I'm doing it. I'm not trying to treat you like a kid. It's just whenever you say something out loud, it kind of reinforces it within you. And if you leave tonight, all I want you to know is this. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. What time I am afraid, I will trust in Jesus. I will get to him. I will run to him. If you can just remember that, if I can remember this every single time. It says in Romans 14, Go over there. Just a few more scriptures. For the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, whenever you think about the kingdom of God, I mean, Jesus is a king. And he's going to establish his reign, his rule on this earth. Every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. If you want to see what type of king Jesus is, go read Psalm 2. And go read Revelation, the last three or four chapters. And you're going to find out what type of king Jesus is. A powerful king. Amen. A king with judgment. A king with righteousness in his hand. A king that sees everything. But even though all this is true, and we can't forget it, we're told that these are the characteristics of Jesus' kingdom. The kingdom of God. It's not a matter of eating and drinking. The, the description of me should not just be, I do this and I don't, I don't do that. Well, you're a Christian now. What happened? Well, I don't look at bad stuff anymore. Or, I don't listen to secular music anymore. That might be a description, but that's not, the, that's, what not, that's not what should characterize everything in my testimony in my life. Man, there's so much more to Jesus than just not doing what I used to do. That's real. If any person is in Christ, if any man is in Christ... He's a new creature. Those old, that old Andrew, he was put to death. Let me tell you something. You don't want to know the old Andrew. I'm serious. I might have seen kind of mild manner stuff like this. I was 
the craziest of my friends. One night, I went nuts. Punched a dude, basically punched my friend, got in a drunken rage, tore stuff up. That's dead, though. It's not that I just don't do that, though. That's not all it is. But what is it really? It says this, the kingdom of God. It's not a matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness. Well, I get that. And peace and joy. And where's it found? In the Holy Spirit. So what should characterize my life? What God wants to help me in, even though I struggle with it, is I want to give your life peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So he's telling me something again. I'm not expecting you, Carlos, when life gets tough, to just kind of like pep yourself up and this is how I fight my battles, you know, and we can, you know, that's good, and just get like an emotional high, and I love emotions, things like this. But it's, put on this is how I'm fighting my battles, but run to Jesus and let the Holy Spirit give me that. Let the Holy Spirit give me the joy and the peace. And then when people say, well, why do, why do you have peace? Oh, I'm in a different kingdom than you are. I used to be afraid, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, and fear never touches me, but I have someone I can go to, and he gives me joy and peace and righteousness. My sins are washed away, and I'd love to talk to you about them. Well, I, I want that. Well, let me show you how you can know Jesus. Let me tell you what he did for you on the cross, how he rose again. So, how do you do that? Jump out. Abide in the word, right? Abide in the word. Get in the word. Look, we got a wonderful reading plan going on right now, right, that Felix is leading and our church is going through. If something happens and you get, you, you have to go, let's say, Kayla, you have to stay home. Or let's say they start quarantining and they say crowds of so much are not allowed. That, well, that means maybe we won't have a Bible study this big. Potentially, right? Well, what can you do? Where will you go to find peace? Be in the Word. Get in that Bible reading plan. Maybe you started off pretty good and kind of fell off a little bit. Well, hop back into it. You have plenty of time anyway. Worship. <laughs> Turn on Spotify. Turn on whatever music you got. Put on your CD if you even own that still. Just get with Jesus. Make an atmosphere of praise and of worship. Get with your Savior. Run to your hiding place. You know, Psalm 27, Psalm 91. Write those down. When you get afraid, Christ is my rock. He is my hiding place. I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I've got a big boy job. All this, you know, I've had a career and all this stuff. But I get afraid. Stuff comes against me in life. Whether it's at work or all these things, I have a rock I can run to. I have a man I can flee to. That I can say, this enemy is coming after me, and I can't stop him. But he is my hiding place. He's your hiding place. And pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in your tongues if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let the Lord fill you. It says in 1 Corinthians 14 that when we allow the Holy Spirit to pray in us, our understanding is unfruitful. I don't know what in the world the Holy Spirit's praying. But just like I came to Jesus by faith, I just have to trust him, though I don't know what he's saying. He's praying all the right things, and they're going to be answered. And I just want to uh, and encourage one another. Things happen with school. You're going to be people are going to be on social media a whole lot, right? When people go home, they get on Facebook, they get on Instagram, they get on TikTok, they get on Netflix, and they binge, right? 
So if you get sent home, if schools start to shut down, where are the people going to be? They're going to be online. That is your chance to influence them for Jesus. So getting to Jesus has two things, peace for you and light for them. If you can get to Jesus and let him give you peace, you can be a light to this world. People will get saved. They'll have hope. Even if you just plant seeds, they'll see something. And conversations may come up later. So I want to encourage you that in the midst of all this, get to Christ for you, but have your eye on those around you that you know don't know Jesus. This is your time. Golly, I'm already thinking like, can I open air preach? Well, no, no one's going to be around, so I guess I can't do that. (laughs) Um, What can I do? How can I influence people? You know, what can I do to get the gospel out when people are afraid? So pray, ask the Lord, and just respond to Him. I love it. You know, it's almost become like a, a, a motto at our church, and I think it's right. Is it biblical? I want to do something. I put it online. I'm just not sure if I should. I'm afraid. Is it biblical? Does it line up with the Word of God? Would God be glorified by this? Am I speaking about Him? And are people going to be encouraged in Jesus by this? Then put it up there. Put that scripture up there. Make that, you know, Canva post, all this. Sam said last night, you know, in life we're going to have difficulties, we're going to have trials. We shouldn't think it's, you know, something strange when it happens to us. This is just part of that. That word being just prophetic. Here we are the very next day. This is real life, guys. You want to live for Jesus? Live for him. This is the oyster in your hand. And that gospel, it's going to open up that oyster. You wanted it. You wanted to be a missionary? You are hereby commissioned, if you are born again, to be a Facebook missionary to be an Instagram missionary. Upload a video. Be bold for Christ. Do it. Do it. Step out in faith. You know what I'm going to tell you? I can tell you by the word of the Lord, when you do that, a boldness will enter you. A boldness will come upon you. And if you're not baptized with the Holy Spirit, you can have that boldness. That is what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for. And that lost world, they may not even like to say they see it, but they're going to see Christ shine in you. Amen? Amen. So, Lord God, I just thank you. Lord, I just pray you do it it in my own life. And even if we are not able to meet like this for a little while, or who knows what's going to happen, even if they don't remember everything, or I don't even remember my own message, help me to remember to get to you for what I need so that I can give them what they don't even have. I love you, Lord. Pray you be glorified. Pray you bless the fellowship tonight. I pray you be fun. I pray that we won't lose joy and happiness even in this time. And help us, Lord, just to comfort those, not to make fun, not to be mean, but if someone's afraid, to comfort them with Jesus. Yes. I love you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Theology on Fire. Please subscribe so you won't miss new episodes. All of our information and contact details can be found at theologyonfire.org.